and welcome to the Healthcare Real Estate Advisor podcast. I'm Andrew Dick, and I'm an attorney with Hall Rinder. If you've been following real estate news over the past year, you might have noticed that co-working space is really hot right now. Companies like WeWork are creating trendy space for tech startups and small businesses looking for a place to call home. A recent article suggests that WeWork is now being valued at $35 billion. Today, we'll be talking about co-working space for healthcare professionals and its impact on healthcare real estate. If you've worked in healthcare, you know that hospitals have provided co-working space for physicians for many years. Now, the space offered by WeShareMD is not your typical hospital co-working space. WeShare is different. It's high-end space within MOBs for healthcare providers to use on an as-needed basis. Before we jump into the business, I'd like to welcome our guest, George Scopetta, George is the co-founder and CEO of WeShareMD and the managing partner and founder of Medicus Property Group. George, thanks for joining me. No, thanks for having me. George, before we start talking about your business, uh, give us a little bit of background about yourself. Where did you grow up and what did you want to be when uh, you you grew up? So I grew up in Miami, Florida, and when I was a kid, I wanted to be an investment banker. When I went to school, that's all, that's all I was what I wanted to do. I kind of went the long way in that I went, I went to law school and I ended up becoming a tax attorney and working as a tax attorney with big four for, um, a couple of years. And then I went into banking after that. So what was attractive about investment banking and tax? What, what did you like about doing that kind of work? I think I, I come from a family of entrepreneurs and of running businesses, and I always wanted to be in 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 the corporate world, and so that always attracted me because that's what my grandfather did, that's what my dad did, and and so you know that's that's always what I wanted to do, you know, mainly because that's what I saw growing up, and when I got into the corporate world. I kind of realized that, you know, I was very good at it, but I always wanted to do my own thing eventually. So you work in the corporate world for a number of years in accounting and and uh and then then in the banking industry and at some point you met um a physician who ended up becoming your partner. Talk a little bit about that, George. Absolutely. Um I I was in banking. I was turning around Trouble financial institutions uh, for private equity, and we had sold our our last bank. I was retained by the creditor committee of the holding company to basically dissolve the rest of the holding company of the bank. And you know, at that time, I was kind of working from home. Uh, I had the opportunity to you know to travel, you know, because. I really didn't have to be in an office every day, but I was still getting paid. And, you know, I, my friend had a, uh, I, I came out to LA on vacation and my friend was going to that, that I was visiting, uh, had an event, investor event down in San Diego. So I decided to go with him because it was, uh, it sounded like a fun trip. And so I came down to San Diego and, uh, went to a baseball game as part of the investment conference, and I ran into a doctor, Dr. James Shaw, and he we we started talking, and he started telling me about you know his uh you know his office buildings that he had, and 
his ideas on healthcare medicine and, and how to integrate lifestyle medicine into the real estate. And I just thought, you know, it was the time right, right after Obamacare was passed and healthcare was a big issue and at the time. And I just thought it was a great idea. And, you know, I stayed, I actually stayed a couple days extra, changed my travel plans and, you know, when, when, when did some due diligence when I was, when I was here. And, you know, you know, the more I looked at it, the more I liked the, the idea and the deal. And, um, so I, I ended up investing and we started with one building at the time. And then we started, I, I kind of took over the company, the real estate company. And it wasn't really a real estate company at the time. And, you know, I made it a business and I, you know, we started buying uh, medical office buildings here in San Diego and we started with one and then we, you know, we refinanced and bought another, you know, most of the stuff that was value add real estate. So, you know, you, I mean, we bought 50% occupied buildings or 30% occupied buildings, turned them around, filled them, created value, created equity. And then moved on and ref and, 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 and bought another one and with, with the equity that we built and we, we just built the business over the last couple of years. We share kind of came from that in, in that James, James always had the idea for we share, but we, you know, and we've had it for the last three years, but we wanted to stabilize the real estate portfolio. And, you know, get multiple locations out there because, you know, the, the whole thing with the co-working space, it's, it's a good idea. But if you just have one co-working, the, the idea with the medical co-working space is really that we're bringing the doctor to the patient, not so much the co-working space aspect of it. And so I think that the real idea that we have is that we're creating a model with the multiple locations and the membership model that a doctor can can basically practice in any one of the locations in any of the markets that we that we have an office in and i think that that's the attractive thing about our model versus just okay we're just a normal co-working space we're going to place one office in San Diego, open it up and, and people are going to come because it's co-working. It, it's not that. I mean, our, our model's more sophisticated in that we want to, what we're trying to do is change the way that doctors practice because nowadays you can't, in a, and I see it in, in my MOB business is you can't really just plant a flag and hope that your patients are going to come to you anymore. You know, that's the one thing I just spoke at a, at a conference yesterday. And that's the one thing that, you know, resonated with me and, um, from all the other conversations on the panels was, you know, everybody's trying to figure out how to bring medicine and healthcare to the patient in a different way in that it's, you know, home healthcare, concierge medicine you know, uh, telemedicine, it's all trying to bring the doctor over to the patient and not, 
the patient to the to the hospital. And so that's I mean I think that that's what our model does is it really allows a doctor to go to and have access to different locations to to actually go out to the different patients. So he's traveling to the different locations similar to to concierge medicine except they're not going into the home, they're practicing in an office that's near the patient. So George, what what does the model look like? Uh, I, I think some of our listeners will say, well, hospitals have had uh, some type of co-working space for years, but it's usually space in the, the back of a hospital. It's really dated space. Your model's different. Uh, this, this is high-end space from what I can tell, and uh, it, it's space that a physician would would think is very attractive as well as a patient. So talk a little bit about the space, what it looks like when you walk in, and uh, what makes it different from uh, other options that are out there right now. Oh, absolutely. I, I think that, you know, in all our MOBs, we in, in, in the real estate business, we always sought out to basically be the, uh, you, you know, the nicer option. You know, we, we use... I mean, we, we try to make the patient experience feel very comfortable. You know, our waiting rooms look like living rooms. They don't, they aren't like the typical patient room where, you know, it's just a line of chairs and some old magazines from like eight months ago. You know, we try to make it look like a, a living room feel with, you know, coffee and, and, you, you know, like kind of really nice plush leather couches that, that are comfortable. Um, we, we, you know, the, all the countertops are granite countertops and uh, in the, including in the patient rooms and everything like that. You know, we try to make it look very comfortable. And one of the things that we, we do is we have like TV screens and stuff like that because really when you walk in, you, you, you want it to, you want the doctor to be the focus of everything. Not we share MD. No one knows, you know, no one wants to, you know, know that they're going to a doctor in a co-sharing space. So we strive to put, you know, like when, when the doctor comes in, you know, and, and reserves the space for, you know, four or eight hours, we put his name on the, on the TV screen behind the front desk. And, you know, we try to make it look like it's his office when he comes in and not you know, a coming into a co-working space. Okay. Talk a little bit about um, how the model works, George. You, you have a number of locations. Um, what, how, how does a physician sign up to be a part of the co-working venture? Do they pay a membership fee and then pay for blocks of time? How does it work? So, so, so essentially what, what ends up happening is um you can any physician can go to our website and there's a member login. You create a member login to our website and that member login will send you to our member site. It's free to become uh to to have a member login. We do have a, a number a couple of different options. We have a virtual office option which allows you to use our address our addresses of the different areas and and to advertise is that uh, the we share address as kind of your office address and that's important to physicians because when they're signing up 
and and like designating a location for their med mail, you know, you have to have an address in an MOB. You can't have your address as your house. You know, you have to have an office. And so that's that's super important for doctors because they can list this as the office that they practice in. And that's $150 a month for the doctors. Once once they do that and they name WeShare as kind of where they practice, they can rent rooms by we have clinic blocks, which are four hours, because that's typically what a clinic is, is 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 usually a four hour clinic. So we have a morning clinic, an afternoon clinic, and a uh evening clinic. And doctors can reserve four hours a four hours at a time and they can log on to the site. And all the scheduling is done online at the site. So if they log in, they can go schedule a clinic, click on the building that they want, click on the day, click on the time, and then they pick if they want two offices or one office and a patient room or two patient rooms, and then they check out and they pay. And you can pay with your credit card. So the doctors will actually get points now for paying for their space on their credit card. George, how far in advance would a physician need to sign up for space? Um, they can sign up um, and reserve space within 24 hours of their their next appointment. And, and once they show up, George, I know that one issue that we've run into with what we call timeshare clinics over the years is that the, some of the space needs to be turned over. So if a physician's there in the morning and a different physician comes in in the afternoon, I'm assuming that you have a receptionist or a staff member who's going to clean up the space and make sure it's usable for the next user. Yes, we have a receptionist um, who's really, she's not really a receptionist. She she sits at the reception desk, but she's really the office manager of the office. And um, what she does, she's there to greet you and you come, the doctor when they come in, Show them where their office is, show them where their space is, um, and make sure that they're comfortable. Um, and then, and then she sits at, and she's the presence at the, she or he is the presence at the front desk that greets the patients when they come in, shows them what they need to do. And then, you know, when the doctor's ready for them, she or he takes them back into the patient room for the doctor and, and, and sets them up. You know, that person is also, you know, after the four hours is responsible for making sure the rooms are tidy and cleaned up and wiped down so that when the next physician comes in, you know, everything is is perfect and as as it should be in, in, in the different rooms. George, what type of physician is, is ideal for this arrangement? Is there a certain type of specialty like dermatology or primary care, or does it really run the gamut? I think it really runs the gamut. I mean, everyone kind of wants to pigeonhole this into – everyone asks me this question and says, like, is this, you know, for for just the specific doctors, doctor types? And it's – no, I mean, we, we we offer, you know, regular offices, and we offer – you know, a typical 10 by 10 examination room. And so really with, with that type of, with the type of setup we have, it kind of accommodates. I mean, there's certain specialties like super specialty that may, may not, that, that may need some specialized equipment that, that, you know, they can't get into the space. But 
you know, it pretty much runs the gamut from, from everybody. I mean, you know, I, I think it accommodates partners, a doctor, and he's like, you know, this, this type of setup will accommodate pretty much 80% of all doctors. And I think, you know, that's what we, that's what we strive for is to accommodate everyone. George, what about mid-level providers? In, in, in my world, we work with nurse practitioners and uh, physician's assistants. Could they uh, rent space as well? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't say that it's just for doctors. I say it's for healthcare professionals. I mean, because I, th- I think that there are a number of nurse practitioners and healthcare, other healthcare providers out there that this is, that this space is attractive to. And, and we're open for, for everyone as long as they're, as, they're, as long as they're licensed to practice their, their craft, you know. And George, talk a little bit about add-on services that are available. So if a physician or a mid-level provider wants to lease some space, do they have the option to rent storage space or uh, rent a, a nurse or a technician or what are the other add-on options? Absolutely. Um, so we have conference rooms in the space. So if you're practicing telemedicine, we're set up to uh, to actually do that. We have storage space in this in this place, including lockers, so you can lock up your uh, your equipment so you don't have to lug it around from off you know from from your house to the office. And you know we we are going to start providing um, nurse practitioners. You know. Uh, or MAs really, you know, for an additional charge. Um, so that doctors, if, if they want the help of an MA for their clinic, um, they can rent that for, they, they can rent that out for an additional charge. And, and we're gonna, and we're gonna continue adding, adding other services. I think that we have, we have a full McKesson account. And so, you know, if, if doctors want specific supplies and they want to order some, specific thing like items um to have available when they come i i think that uh we're we're going to start doing that as well well that sounds great uh it it sounds like when when you set one of these clinics up uh, george there's some risk that you're taking how how do you know that physicians will continue to come back because it sounds like it's an arrangement between we share and the physician or the healthcare provider that that's really on demand whenever the provider needs it. Is that right? And and how do, how do you make sure that they come back? Is it the quality of the space and the services? I think it's the quality of space and the service. And that's what I'm counting on. I, I, I think, I think that we offer something that's not available in the marketplace and and not available to them and and so i really think that it's sticky in the fact that you know they have the access to the multiple locations they have the access to the really nice medical space and you know the other options in the market especially in the major metropolitan areas are really bleak and so you know i i really think that we offer a tremendous service you know, and, and, and that's what brings people back. I think what makes us attractive is that there is no obligation. You don't have to sign a five year lease. You don't have to sign a 10 year lease, which, which nowadays with the, cha- you know, the changing healthcare system, 
you never know what's going to happen. The, the, the doc- doctors don't know what's going to happen five, ten years down the line. And to be committed and locked into a liability that long, that's that's really tough. And 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 to lo- be locked into a liability in one location, you know, make it or break it. You know, I mean, I mean, that's the, you know, that's a tough proposition. I think that what we offer them is a unique uh, value because of the multiple locations in the and and the and the uh, high end space that they're going to come back. I you know, and and that's that's what I'm counting on. George, how many locations do you have? Where are they at? And and what's the plans for uh, future future growth around the country? Ab- absolutely. Um, so we're currently we currently have offices in Miramar and San Diego, UTC, La Jolla, Temecula, and Encinitas. Um, and then we have two under construction right now, which should be open by the end of the year in Oceanside and uh, right on Tri-City uh, Hospital campus in La Mesa um, on uh, on the campus of Grossmont Hospital. Um, so we pretty much kind of blanket all the major markets here in San Diego, medical markets here in, in San Diego. I think in the future, um, we're in the process of closing our, our seed round right now, and we're in talks with uh, – on expanding into in, into Orange County, L.A., San Francisco, uh, and Seattle. And, and George, will these uh, these new locations be in buildings you own, or a mixture of buildings you own and building you know other space that you lease from uh, unrelated landlords? I think that the the new locations are in spaces that we would negotiate with uh, with landlords. Well, George, this is this is a uh, very interesting concept. I think it's one that that certainly um, will gain traction. Um, how can folks learn more about you and your business? Absolutely, um, they can go to the website at www.wesharemd.com and and or they can you know look me up on on, on Google. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot on there on. Uh, about me and my business um and or they can go to my real estate uh site at www.medicuspropertygroup.com if they want to learn more about my real estate business well george thanks for joining us today we we wish you and your company the best in the future and i want to thank our audience for listening to the podcast uh on your apple or android device please subscribe to the podcast and leave feedback for us. We also publish a newsletter called the Healthcare Real Estate Advisor. To be added to the list, please email me at adick at allrender.com. Uh, thank you. And please remember that the, re- the views expressed on this podcast are those of the participants only and uh, do not constitute legal advice. Mm-hmm.